Welcome back to Talking Trader Joe's. This is episode 129. This week we're going to start with something a little bit different. This week's episode starts with a dream. Mark, take it away. Okay, well, you know, I had a dream last night, and the dream was about Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. I had met the personification of Trader Joe's, a Trader Joe's all wrapped up into one human being. And he's a really chill guy. He stayed in his hometown, right? He didn't leave for the big cities. He likes the simple things in life, likes to get together with his friends on a summer day and just enjoy a few craft beers, you know? Not expecting too much in life, just kind of living in the present. Mark, it's so interesting to me that you were able to draw such a vivid personification of Trader Joe's in your dream. You also mentioned that you dreamt about Whole Foods as a person. Tell me a little bit about that. I was a little surprised. This was a guy who had his hair slicked back. He was wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, good looking guy, like really good looking guy. He had his beard shaped. Uh, you know how those, you know, those guys that, you know, shape their beards and stuff. I mean, it's a good look. Right. You know, he walks around, he's wearing those headphones that everyone wears. He's walking very briskly, almost like a jaguar a little bit, um, moving through the streets of LA. You know, not really paying attention to his surroundings, right? Once again, not in the moment, not present. And he's really charming. But the more you talk to him, the more you realize there are ulterior motives at play right mm. he may want something mm -hmm. from you he may be trying to wine and dine you but who knows uh what to expect from him after the date and i don't know if i'd call it a dream it might be more of a nightmare but um wow so interesting that interesting right i have to say that as a regular trader joe's customer and a occasional whole foods customer they don't seem inaccurate on a collective level I mean, that is interesting that you also shop at Whole Foods, too. I have not been to Whole Foods in quite some time. Let's talk about that. It's part of my past. Whole Foods was kind of my introduction to the shakshuka, the tzatziki, the jalapeno hummus. A lot of the uh, exotic foods that I came to know and love, Whole Foods introduced it to me. Yeah, that is quite unusual. Yeah, it is. It, and it's not, right? We all have our first loves and they're high school sweethearts. But at some point you realize that um, these prices are not okay with me and I'm going to move on from this. And then the Amazon thing came out. They have their partnership going on, but it's okay. Like I'm staying in my lane and, you know, I'm working on myself and, um, you know, Trader Joe's is just good enough for me. I will periodically go to Whole Foods hmm. and I don't feel great about it, hmm. but I do enjoy it and you might even say i'm addicted to the fresh peanut butter that they grind up you are paying a little bit more but if you buy smartly you can find some next level items that really just supplement your trader joe's experience and i don't, I don't want to get this to get too political because i know we've had this conversation a lot in the past and i agree and i think we should absolutely just move on from this before we get ourselves in trouble right steve right right for people who really want to dive into that if you pay the 499.99 go through the paywall access our library of all 168 episodes yes. you're 
you're welcome to go back and listen to episode 99 and 100 and 101, where we sort of had that three-part series on that whole debate there. Yeah, and that three-parter is really great. Uh, We really delve into um, the selling of your information to Cambridge Analytica. Trader Joe's would never do that, and Whole Foods has decided to do that. Check out the three-parter. Tweet us, at us, and let us know what you think, because that three-parter was quite exciting when it came out. I think it really rustled a lot of feathers, which Steve and I, we really don't like to do. But when we have to, we will. Well, you know, my wife has told me I'm not allowed to go on the message boards anymore. So (laughs) we'll put it we'll put it at that. You know, every time we step into a Trader Joe's, it's always exciting. We always learn something new. One of our viewers, Jared, wanted to know about space dynamics. So what's space dynamics, right? Sounds like a sci-fi film or something. No, it's not. Uh, We're talking about the space that you occupy at a Trader Joe's. Whether you know it or not, when you step into a Trader Joe's, you are occupying space, right? Now, a level four, uh, like myself, I'm very uh, well aware of my space, as I know you are, Steve. But what happens if you're not? aware of your space. Let me just read for you what Jared wrote from Calabasas. He said, how long can you stay and look at any particular item? You know, when someone walks up next to you and then, you know, they pretend that they're looking at another item when in fact they're waiting for you to move aside so that they can get to the cheese. Yes. But then what happens when you're trying to decipher that information and at the same time you look out into the corner of your eye and you notice that there's someone kind of hovering there, kind of in a holding pattern, wondering when you're going to move. They're looking at the cheese too, but they're not really looking at the cheese that they want to look at because you're occupying that space. It's a great question. A good rule of thumb. You should be moving every five to 10 seconds in a Trader Joe's. I know that's a little controversial. All my students, they object. They say, five to 10 seconds? How, you know, how are we going to do that, right? And I say, you know what? If you're thinking about it, you are doing it wrong. It's about maintaining that smooth motion Mm. so that if you do pause for a second, you're going to easily glide out and there isn't going to be, you know, heaven forbid, some kind of collision of customers, you know, and I tell my students it happens at least once a week. They don't believe me, but I've seen the numbers from corporate headquarters and it's it's happening. They're aware of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's not somewhere that I encourage minors or definitely you're you're not going to want to go in there on a busy day under the influence or if you don't have your faculty sometimes older men and women if you're not driving you know i'm sorry hun you shouldn't be at trader joe's if you're old that's fine but you know get some coffee that's what the coffee's there for guys and if you aren't aware of these principles you know go to the forums because it's full of this information if you want to stay ignorant you know stay ignorant that's not my problem But I would encourage anyone who wants to be responsible about their Trader Joe's use to visit the forums, dive in for a few days. Steve's very nice, but I'm a hard hitter and I'm here to tell you guys, do the footwork. And then when you come to the Trader Joe's, then you can really do the footwork, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I'll just leave it on that light note there. So I'm going to move on to another topic. Like I said, we are entering a new season. What can Trader Joe's do to improve moving forward? You know, a lot of people don't even notice the signage. Yeah. I am very aware of this signage because 
my local Trader Joe's had no signage, no, <laughs> oh no gosh. real orientation to where you were in the store for quite some time. And then they upgraded with this very fantastic signage. It's animated, it's colorful, it's dynamic. It kind of makes you feel like you're in Disneyland and you've sort of stumbled into another I was going to say that. Land. Is like a yeah. cartoon or something? Yeah. yeah. Now that I've experienced this, I'll go to, say, the Trader Joe's in Monterey park uh, yes. what is this feeling that is missing here you know that's interesting you know the monterey park chapter they're really trying to get their legs under them right now i was actually just there i saw them working on their signage actually i saw fausto who you know he jumps from joe's to joe's across the southland mm -hmm. i saw him working on some of the banners mm -hmm. there and i you know i gave my two cents he didn't ask, but I let him know my thoughts on the signage. Mm -hmm. Monterey Park is a very ethnic part of Los Angeles. The Asian population is just booming there. You know, I recommended using some Chinese signage, you know, some Chinese characters uh, in the signage itself. He kind of gave me one of those looks where he thought it was crazy. But I mean, you could easily Google it and find out how to write Monterey Park in Chinese symbols. You know, you have this relationship with Fosto where you're a friend, you know, you've managed to kind of cross that barrier with the Trader Joe's employee. And he's an insider, but he's also a very good friend. We trade information, but we don't look at it as uh, purely transactional now. It benefits you to have someone on the inside and it benefits him to have someone on the outside, right? I remember you talking about how when the new frozen roasted corn was dropping, mm -hmm. you got a call mm -hmm. before any of the rest of us did. And it was in your hand, you know, the morning that it was a new product. So I was always envious of that. And I've definitely tried with some of the workers in my local store. I think they get that I have an agenda and I've been trying to sort of see them as a person who works at Trader Joe's, but not as a Trader Joe's employee first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's an art form. It's an art form. Yes, it is an art form. So um, just to give you guys some backstory, that was the uh, Mexican style corn and quinoa salad. Salad, right okay see i said roasted corn once again yeah the, the benefit of the insider right i was wrong um the weeks leading up to it there were a lot of little murmurs you know what's coming out what's coming out you know some people thought it was frozen roasted corn like you mentioned steve it dropped in the fearless flyer it did yeah yeah but the paragraph mm -hmm. was kind of vague almost like a a big surprise yeah not for me though when when i read that i was like ah fausto uh told me about this a text message on something like that can just really give you a heads up on no right and then you have to wonder like um what are the legalities of this well that's why i was wondering are we gonna have to edit this part out of the episode i mean if you're hearing this it wasn't edited out obviously but it is kind of touchy and i'm glad that you haven't mentioned fausto's last name because heaven forbid we'd want anything to happen to fausto the great thing about fausto is that he's always on the move right you think he's working at the pasadena chapter and the next thing you know he's over at the cerritos chapter you think he's settled down there and the next thing you know he's at dana point so he's kind of triangulating and you know that's a good thing and you you know, we can go on and on about the legalities of this. Fausto and I, you know, our relationship is more than just transactional. You know, we're buddies. A lot of the uh, conversations that we have are in store. When you're walking around, you see two or three Trader Joe's guys throwing little conversations at each other and it's moving at the speed of light. And you always enter mid-conversation. 
Uh, like, hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? Like, hey, you know me, man. You know, like you kind of just hear that and you kind of glean some information about them. See, and it sounds simple to you and when you say it, but I really admire that relationship. It's inspiring to a lot of us who try to kind of make that move, but struggle to. Steve, it's cultivated over years and years of just attending Trader Joe's and just showing up. Trust me, the first time I went to the Trader Joe's, I was caught in the middle of that conversation and it was crossfire it was alarming they were kind of talking to each other it was fast my ears were hurting they were going back and forth and then you know one of them was like hey boss and i was a little scared because i was like i'm not your boss i've never worked here before i don't have that relationship with you uh, when in fact, they were calling you boss in a kind of nice way. It's kind of like saying friend. You know, I didn't know that until just now. I think you have a lot to teach on this subject. It's a teachable moment. It really is. There's something really powerful about bridging some of those barriers and making those connections. And I want to applaud you for that. Hmm. You know, I know a lot of people won't take the time and just acknowledge something that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to do that right now with our whole podcast community to just say thanks for doing what you're doing and forming that relationship with Fausto because it helps all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and it helps us as a community. Well, Steve, thank you so much. Thank the community. I thank the podcast. Um, you know, for me, this is just fun. This is a good time. You know, it wasn't a good time with the Whole Foods chapter in my life. You know, there's a BC and an AD, right? Before Christ. We can change that to a BTJ before Trader Joe's. And I guess, you know, an ATJ after Trader Joe's. I mean, I'm still in the Trader Joe's, so we're not after, but but you get what I'm saying, right? I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I like that idea. Thank you, thank you. Maybe it'll catch on here if we keep spreading the word, you know? Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for the love, everyone. And we appreciate you, Mark. It's a pleasure to be with you as always. And then I also wanted to acknowledge our fearless engineering staff led by Mike Steed, of course, executive producer Lauren Xavier, and wanted to also acknowledge Steve Groff, uh, Terry Raxkin, Michael Peterson, Tim O'Brien, Carl Roth, Nevius Osborne, Tina Bratlin, Rick Whitney. want to acknowledge also uh, Kendall Whitaker, Michael Stanton, and Jennifer Johansson. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, this is a team effort, and we're looking forward to having you all join us next week. Bye. Bye.